Hello and welcome back to another episode. On this podcast, you're listening to your host, Malini. I'm really, really delighted to share that I'm um, about to embark on a new series on this podcast. Um, So far, we've had some fantastic stories shared by a range of different people who have um, come onto this podcast via a project they've participated on to do with art and expression and empowerment and mental health. And these have been supported by a mental health charity and the Arts Council England. And I'm delighted that this next series very much ties in and links in with the stories that we've heard and we're going to understand the theory behind well-being and art and expression, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, emotional regulation and how it all ties together. So I really hope you will follow me on this very short journey of short episodes and easy listening as always. Thank you for tuning in. So in this episode, we are going to look at mindfulness and art therapy and how they work together. And actually, they are very, very closely related and have a very synergistic relationship. Art therapy promotes mindfulness and the two work well together. One of the biggest additions to commercial art in the last few years has been adult colouring, often called mindful colouring or mindful colouring books. These have become a great way for anyone to learn the art of mindfulness and how to immerse yourself into um, an art-related activity. Being mindful is about fully focusing your attention on whatever you are doing at that present moment, which is exactly why creative art is such a great activity for increasing mindfulness in general. As children, we spent hours creating and colouring and making and imagining and, you know, as adults, we stop doing a lot of this, usually because we think there are better things to do and often we think that we're mature and all those things were immature and we can't be doing them, but actually they did help us with our mental health and well-being as we were growing up. There are a number of ways that we can benefit from getting stuck in to something creative, not to mention a little bit of colouring perhaps, if it's the easiest thing to resort to. Stress and anxiety can be lowered and um, there's something called mandalas in particular which are geometric circles and shapes which are known to relieve stress for the person colouring them in or even creating them can be very very therapeutic and allows you to just go with the flow of your mind and get really really involved in it. It's a little bit like henna or henna tattoos or um, anything which requires that detailed geometrical um, printmaking process. Colouring uses both parts of the brain, the analytical for making choices of colour and design and pattern and the creativity as we mix the colours together. Childhood memories are triggered along with the safe feeling of younger years which helps to develop that positive secure feeling in the present day even if you are a lot older than when you were when you were engaging in those um, activities all the time. It also develops meditative thinking. Meditation is traditionally achieved as a level of altered consciousness by focusing on a specific area such as say candle flame and colouring does exactly the same as well. In short, mindfulness is achieved in a a few different ways yet colouring books are well known for helping people develop that mindful awareness which will enhance their lives and help to release problems. The work that I do at present with young people um, mainly 
is to do with art and creating and producing art and when I've had children come sometimes they come filled with a lot of anxiety of things that have happened during the week they're carrying a lot of burden on their minds about things and once they start and they get stuck into the art you see an amazing transition from a child that is um, very agitated to one that very quickly becomes immersed into the activity and their calmness is just mind-blowing once they um, get stuck in and they start the activity it's really really wonderful for me to see how art is such a mindful process. These days with long working hours, excessive pressure, sedate lifestyles and poor diet, stress has become a condition that can cause severe illness and can at some at times be fatal if it's not treated. Long-term stress affects the major organs of the body and really should be avoided at all costs. The basic chemical reaction within the body that leads to us feeling stressed has evolved um, and with us and it's the same reaction that once kept us safe from predators and danger that we see um, surging. The reason that stress is so severe in this particular lifestyle is that um, the physical reaction that happens when we feel stress in the short term is created within the body by an influx of hormones such as cortisol. The trigger that leads to a stress or fear related reaction um, creates such surge and then is um, stored as energy in the muscles. Simultaneously the same hormonal shift increases heart rate, blood pressure and breathing rate to prepare us for a fight or flight response. The secondary functions within the body are temporarily shut down at this point, inclusive of the digestive and reproductive systems along with the growth and the immune system. So stress can affect all aspects of our life including the way we digest our food and the way we um, think and the way we um, cope and including the number of times we would maybe come down with a cold or flu-like symptom. This is exactly why we go weak at the knees when we are scared or stressed by something. As we move away from the stressor the process begins to slow and then the reverse would occur whereby we see the heart rate starting to slow down and the nervous system calm down as well. When we are in a situation where there's long-term stress or regular stress, a poorly managed workplace or similar, you know, a regular event that creates that level of stress, it can be really dangerous and damaging to our overall health and body. Therefore, even the likes of the NHS strongly nowadays advocate a much more mindful living uh, or m mindful life. A mindful living is rare with humans, particularly in the West. We are raised here to believe that, you know, we need to be busy, we have to be successful, we have to follow a certain path of going to school and college and then um, launch into a career, meet a partner, have children, buy a home and, you know, take all these steps one after another after another and it puts a lot of stress um, and anxiety on people especially when there is social influence social media influence to manage on top of all of that and um, when people are com constantly comparing themselves to other people that they are observing 
um, out there in the social media front. It's no wonder that we don't seem to have time to pay attention to the moment we are in. Mindless living is where we rush through our interactions, our meals and everything that we do are often eaten without stopping and thinking and worrying about the last thing that happened. Ask yourself, when did you last really taste a meal? Focus quietly on what you were doing or actually feel the sun on your face or feel the raindrops falling on your head. How often are you looking for thinking or planning the next thing you do? How often do you actually live in the moment? Mindfulness is the art of living in the moment. After all, it is the only moment that we have. So taste the food, feel the rain on your face, appreciate your body, the way it works, your eyes, what you can observe and see, and your brain and it's what it's allowing you to do right now. Like in art therapy, mindfulness is being used increasingly in therapy practices. They are also used together in many different scenarios. The difference is that you do not need a qualified therapist to show you how to be mindful. Mindful living is something that you can embrace from this point onwards.